Well, good day and welcome to another episode here of the Disaster Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Davis, the Podmedic, and we are back with a, a great episode topic for today, and I'm looking forward to getting in with our guest here in just a second. But before we do that, I have to invite my great co-host, Sam Bradley, to join us. And Sam, I understand it's a little chilly out where you are. You might say we had the big storm roll through yesterday, and it got pretty dicey at times, but it's about minus three right now. But, you know, that's pretty cool. And I don't know if Joe Hollywood uh, know what to do in those kind of temperatures in Memphis. <laughs> We're actually doing video for change here, um, so it's kind of weird getting to see each other. Joe shaking his head up there. He wants none of that cold weather. Our guest today is from the UK. Um, Luke, and I hope I pronounce your last name right, Tripconi? Trip, Tripconi. Tripconi. I almost said that, but uh, okay. <laughs> well, he's from Fordham Enterprises, and he contacted me on my IBMC email because they run natural disaster conferences. And Joe, I think this will be something you find of interest. And the disaster podcast in general will find it an interest because thinking about how this all might work. Um, we might just make this happen. Uh, the next one in the U.S. and they actually do these all over the world. So we'll, we'll get into that. But Luke, why don't you introduce yourself and and what you do and where you're from and so forth. Yeah. No. Thank. Thank you, guys. Um, it's really real pleasure to be to be on here. Because um, it's obviously a topic that, that I work within every day, and uh, and I've grown pretty passionate about. So um, so being being on the call with you guys is uh, is a, is a bit of a pleasure, really. Um, myself, so I'm I'm Luke. I'm from the UK, um, as you can tell, um, and I I'm one of the event directors for Fortum International. So um, I head up uh, one of the one of the guys heading up our Natural Disasters World Series which happens in Miami, California, uh, Frankfurt in Germany, and then Singapore as well. Um, so we run this series all over the world, and uh, we actually run, well, the company runs about 50, well, between 40 and 50 trade shows worldwide in, in many different industries. Um, and, and this is one that I've, I've really helped grow and got my teeth stuck into, and, and now it's uh, become a, a really popular an important show, really, with, with the topic it, it covers anyway. Um, so that, that's a little introduction to myself anyway. Well, that's that's interesting because as soon as I saw the word natural disaster, I knew that I had to read your email. Because <laughs> I get a lot of them that just want to sell me stuff. But I said, yeah, that sounds like a good thing. So how long has Fortham been around? And, and uh, what, what made them decide to go into this market? Of natural disaster. Yeah, well, Fortum's been around um, probably longer than than I even have. Um, so about uh, well, back in the nineties, the, the the company started, and it's um, taken a, a gone through a lot of different avenues within media and trade shows, in everything from uh, logistics all the way to uh, product sourcing to uh, shows about drones. Um, and really now that arguably our, our biggest event is the Natural Disasters Expo. And the really interesting part about that is the shows only actually ran um, a couple times um, as, as of yet. So it's run in Miami once, California once, and also in Singapore once. 
And we were actually delayed a little bit because we were meant to launch the show when COVID was kind of at, at, its, uh, at its worst. So we had to delay it a little bit. Um, but actually, that, that's turned the show into being pretty well known within, within the industry. And we've got a lot of um, big organizations um, such as FEMA um, keynoting at our shows all the way to small startups who are, are bringing new technology to the industry. Um, and to answer your, your second question, we're, we're in regards to why did we determine that uh, this industry needed a show and, and exposure? Um, I mean, there's a, mul there's a lot of reasons, right? I mean, one is this industry and the natural disasters in general are never going to stop. Um, if anything, they're becoming more and more common. Um, I mean, if you just go into Europe now, we've had some pretty significant flooding in 2021 uh, in Germany, which you don't really see before. Um, and even recent events in Turkey and Syria, they, they, these events are continuously happening. Um, and really, this event provides a platform and a uh, place where there is all of the new technology, products and services uh, are brought to the forefront that might otherwise go under the radar. I mean, we work with lots of small organizations who are really have an amazing product or service or technology or even software that maybe not, not everyone knows about, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's what we provide a platform, platform for, bringing everyone and the community in this industry together um, suppliers, um, people with budgets from FEMA all the way to um, interesting speakers in the industry and all of the ideas, solutions and networking you can imagine within this industry we bring to under one roof, you know. Um, and really to kind of top that off, disasters were, were actually seem to have or estimated to have done $313 billion worth of economic damage last year. So um, it's significant for every business or household or anyone to understand how they can actually um, utilize the best practices um, and, and really have the right awareness of what they should do, what they should put in place to you know, either predict, prevent and manage um, disaster situations a little bit better. So that's why we uh, we decided to start the show and why it needs this exposure. So Joe, um, this is right up your alley. He, look, I'm going to have him tell you a bit about himself, but he's a FEMA doc. He, he's a USAR doc. So I was just wondering, Joe, if you were familiar with this. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated by it, though. I think it is uh, definitely needed in the industry. And uh, Luke, I'd really love to, to hear a, a bit of an agenda for how one of these conferences go and the kind of things that you include. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, there's a lot of things that go on at this show. We actually have um, have had one of your colleagues or I know FEMA is such a big organization, you may may not know, but um, Antoine Johnson, for example, we've had keynote speak at our event. Um, but it's, it is a trade show. So the whole point is that business is done between everything from startup organizations to larger organizations with the right people. So, you know, that could be having visitors who are within um, government organizations or 
commercial and industrial organizations coming to find products or services. So we, we, we bring those people together is, is really the key part to this. But in terms of what the show would look like in terms of other things going on, there's a, a really a lot of different networking opportunities. I mean, just to give you an example in Miami next week, where we have an event um, ne next week on the 1st and 2nd of March, we have different exhibitors um, and professionals within the industries running masterclasses, which you can book onto and actually go through a workshop on maybe how to use a certain product or software to, to help benefit your business or, or what have you during a disaster situation or before or after. We actually have industry awards at the event, which are cost-effective mitigation, life-saving solution of the year, and most innovative technology of the year awards, which are judged by some of our key visitors. And they pick out some of the best organizations we have, um, such as a company called Tsunami Products, who I, who I work with, who have really innovative technology. And, and these awards notice that within this industry. Um, other things you would see at the show, we have the US Department of Commerce coming down to our event, actually having meetings with suppliers and trying to understand what types of organizations they might want to work with, further providing opportunities for suppliers. Um, but in terms of networking, we also have the community emergency response team actually having a whole network networking center down at the event which is really, if you really want to just understand disaster situations better or what you could even just do for your household or, or your business a little bit better, then you can come down to that networking center and really find out a little bit about everything you might need. Um, <laughs> kind of to finish it off, we have keynotes from everyone from NOAA. Um, um, we have keynotes from the uh, Army Corps of Engineers, and then we even have live demonstrations from some of our exhibitors as well on their products working and some products in action. So there's a real, real big um, array of things go, going on, Joe. Are there, are there lectures given and that sort of stuff on, on specific topics? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have, um, we actually have two keynote theaters within the event and then four theaters just around the outside. So there's seminars going on every couple of hours within the event um, on different topics. So one might be around um, uh, how to set up your business better for disaster situations. We've even had topics that go into uh, how to protect your data from cybersecurity when a, when a disaster happens because you're, you're at actually a higher possibility of that happening. Um, how can you protect your um, assets from flooding uh, better. These are all examples of topics that we've had. Um, and to give you a couple uh, key keynotes we have at the show, we've got Miami Dade um, and Noah actually speaking on day one uh, of the show next week. Um, but yeah, seminars all throughout the two days providing educational topics. Joe, just real quick, why don't you tell them a little about what you do, tell Luke, and, and also a bit about Paragon. Uh, oh, sure, I'd be glad to. So, uh, I, I, as uh, Sam said, I am a, uh, a FEMA urban search and rescue physician. I've been 
um, deployed about 45 times now to a, vari a variety of uh, disasters uh, around the world, actually. Um, you know, going back to 9-11 and um, multiple hurricanes and the Surfside collapse in Miami-Dade um, a couple of years back now. Uh, and part of um, my affiliation with the podcast is um, a company called Paragon Medical Education Group that takes those experiences from uh, disaster response and the medical components uh, associated with that and uses that um, experience to train others in how to uh, how to perform those skills and uh, sort of, you know, lessons learned and best practices related to uh, disaster response, again, particularly on the medical side of all that. And I might as well uh, introduce Jamie here, which he's a paramedic and an RN who's been doing, and a journalist and a writer, and he's been doing podcasts like this for a very long time. Now he's settling more into writing, right, Jamie? Yeah, but, um, you know, this is still uh, something I'm very passionate about on, you know, even though I've hung up my journalism hat for uh, most for the most part, this is the the last holdout and uh, something I'm very, very attached to, because I think we do good work here on the show, getting information out to the public as well as to the responders that are our primary audience. And um, so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I think that, um, you know, what kind of um, services or thing, things do you offer for like um, responders who are disaster, direct disaster response personnel that might be of service to them at one of your conferences? Yeah. So uh, a big portion of what we do is just about making sure that um, as a responder that you, for example, have access to um, all of the resources within the event. Um, now, one one part of that is being, you know, we want to actually make sure that, that the show is there to make, make sure all of the right technology and products are known um, so that they can be brought into the market and actually used by responders. Because there's some amazing stuff out there. I mean, just, just a couple of days ago, I had a call with a company who actually have a search and rescue robot, which is like a, a, a flexible pipe. Which, which can go into rubble and search and actually detect one um, signs of life, for example, but also um, could actually carry med medical supplies, et cetera, within it. Um, so there's some amazing stuff out there. Like that company uh, actually doesn't even sell their product yet. They just need more support in terms of uh, resources. So that's what the show's for, to make sure the right equipment um, and all the new technology has a voice but in terms of specifically for responders, I mean, this is where we where all of our additional parts of the show come in. So we we have speakers from. Um, I mean, if I pull up pull up one here, we actually have uh, Kevin Guffrey from the Florida Division of Emergency Management. Um, so he's actually coming to speak about um, how, as an emergency management organisation, they're actually lowering or increasing sorry florida's resiliency and recovery during disasters now all of these educational topics all of the networking areas are based around the actual responders then themselves who actually uh, are the ones that are doing the work are actually doing the amazing work and 
and actually saving lives. All of the educational topics, all of the networking centres is to bring that community together because I'm, I'm sure you'd agree and, and uh, definitely from running these shows, you do really get a, a feel of community within the, that, that area that you don't really get with any other working industry. I don't think I've ever really seen, seen it. So it's more of a sense of bringing the community together and actually providing insightful content um, and actually making them realise, oh, look, these things are out there uh, and we can utilise them. So that's really the, the main aspect of, of what we try to do for, for responders themselves. Joe, I can see you as a speaker at one of these, and I'd be willing to bet you know more than half the people there. He goes to a lot of conferences and, and speaks at a lot of conferences, so I can easily... You, the next one in the U.S. is coming up when, Luke, in, in Anaheim? No, the next one is Miami just next week. So it's down at Miami Beach Convention Center next week, the 1st and 2nd of March. So it's right around the corner, less than a week away now. Um, but you are right, Sam. We do have California or uh, Anaheim later on in the year in September. Excellent. Well, we might just have to think about that. Jamie and I actually used to go to a lot of the EMS conferences and do put up a studio and we do live interviews with people there. But it's been a while. So you know, no, no, that would be amazing. <laughs> Well, Jamie, we'll have to talk. Maybe that was something we can <laughs> consider doing again. It might be fun with Dr. Joe. And I really think IDMC and some of our partners there are, are looking to be involved in this. So something to look forward to very much. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, for example, Sam, we actually... Um, um, we, we obviously partner with a lot of organisations from non-profits such as Habitat for Humanity, who provides shelter all around the world um, uh, in disaster situations. And then another key area of what who our partners is media, um, such as um, the International Firefighting Magazine, um, is actually, it is, it's just really to bring awareness and, and, as you mentioned earlier, exposure to, to this industry, because there's a there's a lot of good work going on. Would it be safe to say that, like you're talking about Miami, uh, would Hurricane Ian be a topic of discussion? Would you have experts or people that may have responded to that involved in it? So we can get a little more in-depth understanding of, of how that all worked for them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of speakers themselves, they speak for about 30 minutes um, on, a, on a particular topic. Um, to give you a couple examples of topics, we even have um, <clears throat> from, from organisations such as the Red Cross, so we have Ryan Logan speaking on uh, human services planning for mass, mass casualty response and recovery. Um, in terms of recent events, um, these speakers have planned in advance and they've entered their topics and descriptions. So they're usually more generalised topics, but what we see at every event um, is any type of recent recent events um, and goings on. Of course, then they're they're, uh, they're more valuable because they've just happened and they're more fresh in everyone's mind. So they they often add in real life examples. Most of our speakers, I'm sure, like Joe, uh, are similar to Joe, and, and they've had a lot of experiences actually out in the field and have been in situations. So. A lot of what they do is is also provide educational information, but also 
with real, real uh, strong, uh, real stories about even recent events or even ones that have happened before. Well, you said the magic word, education is what we're all about. And we've been doing this, what, Jamie, nine years now? So we've uh, educated a lot of people and been educated by a lot of people. So, um, you know, from the basic disaster preparedness onto things for first responders and everything Joe learns on his travels, which is quite a bit. Um, You've only done the international ones a couple times, but what do you see as differences between the ones you do in the U.S. versus Singapore or, or other areas? Yeah, no, that, that's a good question um, because we very much try and make the, the shows uh, very similar. And really the only differences we want to have is the locations and, and they do adapt slightly to them. For example, California, of course, has a bit more of a focus on uh, heat and fire and earthquake and, and of course, Miami more on, on flooding and storm. And that, that's the same for the international events. I mean, Germany, um, that, that over, I'd say the key difference um, would be the US is just such a huge, huge nation um, and big area and market. The difference is obviously Europe is lots of smaller, smaller countries and, and areas. And that really does, does feel like when you look at it online and, and by the, the partners that we have for that event, uh, a community for, for pretty much all of Europe um, who are trying to un understand. And, and actually, that's a lot newer. Um, America and the US has been dealing with a lot more disasters, a lot lot more catastrophic and a lot more often. Um, whereas Europe is, we're, we're pretty far behind on our preparedness compared to that. So it feels a little bit more of a um, getting an understanding of what actually um, the processes are around a disaster, whether that be predicting, um, preventing um, and managing situations. I'd say that's the difference with the European show. Um, and the Asia Pacific Singapore event, um, I'd say the slight uh, in the US, we have a lot of manufacturers and service providers uh, in, in our Asia Pacific show. See, that's a lot more developing countries um, within that old domain. You have everywhere from Indonesia and Thailand involved in that, who are countries with a lot less um, economic resources and they're developing. So, so quite often the products and services you see there um, are a lot different. Um, and and that, that's kind of the key differences, I, I would say. But we do try and the show is meant to be similar, but just, just adapting to the different locations. But you do see some key differences. Um, and definitely the US events now are our most developed shows with definitely the most high tech um, technology and, and all of that stuff. Um, but it, but the show has a real big place all over the world because disasters are only happening more often, right? Well, I, I hope you have one in the UK because I'd love to go back there. <laughs> uh, Jamie has a question and I have another one for you. Yeah. And I think you just brought up a good point that, um, you know, something we've talked about before is that the difference in the types of response and the amount of technology that's utilized in response is very different and varies greatly depending on where you are in the world. And I think it's a great idea to have a, a conference 
that's more locally focused on what the capabilities are in the countries that you're serving with that conference. So I, I, I like to hear about that um, a little bit more, you know, where um, we talk about the, some of those differences and, and compare uh, and, and offer opportunities where maybe they don't need the, na- the latest, greatest technology for their response. Um, they need something that's maybe considered a, a, an older generation of technology that um, is no longer, you know, used as much in, say, the U.S., but is something that could be very functional in, say, Indonesia. Yeah, one hundred percent, and and yeah, that 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 really reinforces um, that point. Is, for example, I'd say there's a different mindset, really. Um, if I was to make an example, there's a different mindset when you uh, come to the show and, and uh, speak to the visitors to a US event to one in Singapore. There's quite a difference. And the, the, the Singapore, which is our Asia Pacific event, is really more about kind of exploration and understanding. And really the speakers there are, are vital because they're, they're providing the, the audience, which you know, it might be a commercial organization uh, It can vary to an insurance, to a, an organization that just owns a lot of property and, and assets, but they, they, they really haven't been educated or don't really have a huge amount of information on what they can do to help protect their assets or their staff or themselves compared to in, in the U.S. I mean, it seems that everyone has a fairly basic, at least, level of understanding um, and you have organizations such as FEMA and, and all of that set up, whereas that's not necessarily as, a, as much the case somewhere like in the Asia Pacific. So it really is, uh, it feels educational um, e- even more over there. And in terms of products, I would say you definitely do see a slight difference. Um, if you looked at all the exhibitors within our American shows, you would see a huge range and there is some simple products like flood barriers and even I've got a company who simply does sandbags um, and then we have organizations who provide alert notification software um, which immediately pops up um, on your mobile when there's something going on or a disaster situation that you can know about and it immediately tells you the fastest route to to get away which is quite incredible whereas with like you say Jamie within a country in uh, in Asia that's less developed, you know, that software is not really going to be much use because um, people might not have the uh, the actual phones or mobiles that they can use for that. So what could they do instead? Um, and then you'd see more practical products that people might have physically that they can use. Um, it's definitely a bit of a theme theme across the event. Yeah, we found that out with Ukraine. We were sending them what we thought was some pretty outdated medical supplies, but they didn't end up using them because they didn't know how, and that didn't occur to us in the beginning. So, point made. Um, Sasha? No, I, I, I'm pleased to hear that they are sort of customized to the folks that are likely to attend. Uh, I, I'm eager to uh, uh find out where I can go to learn more about these conferences and uh, hopefully attend. I'll send you the links, Joe. Uh, Luke originally sent me a, a number of pieces of material, so I will forward all that to you unless he's got something else he wants to add as well. Um, 
but I guess we have to wind up. You know, what I'm seeing, Luke, is a real good opportunity for networking, and this is something Joe's particularly good at because he, he knows pretty much everyone in the disaster world, but something like this would have different folks coming and, and different best practices being talked about and that kind of thing, right, Joe? Yeah, I think you're right, Sam. I mean, it's a great opportunity to not only, you know, share best practices, but um, continue to uh, improve networking. It, it, as with all things, it's uh, it, a lot of times it's uh, knowing the right guy to call to get what you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like you said, Luke, you know, there, especially in our country, there's disasters occurring that we never would have conceived of 100 years ago. So we never know what's coming next. So being prepared is a big thing. Okay. It absolutely is. And I, you know, as we wind down, I just want to, uh, as always, uh, take just a quick moment to thank Joe and Paragon Medical Education Group because they are the, the standard for experiential education that we really hold ourselves to in this, in this podcast and for what we think is best for responders out there. Um, getting the people who've actually responded to a given disaster come in and teach about how to respond to those disasters. It's not just teaching theory, it's teaching actual experience and fact on how, what works and what didn't work in the field. And um, that's really important, right, Joe? Oh, absolutely. Uh, no question about it. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've got uh, several uh, sessions coming up, uh, one in Arkansas in about a month and uh, two in uh, near Orlando, Florida over the next couple of months. So uh, we're looking forward to continuing the educational process. Where can folks find out more about what Paragon's doing, Joe? Uh, you can find Paragon on the Internet at ParagonMedicalEducationGroup.com. Uh, or on Facebook at Paragon Medical Group or uh, through the Disaster Podcast. Fantastic. Um, listen, Luke, uh, we'd love to hear more about where people can find out information about these conferences. What's a good place for folks to go and find out more about maybe what would be an opportunity for them to go? Yeah, absolutely. So our website domain is www.naturaldisastersshow.com. Um, you can find access to all of all of our shows on there. You, you'll see all of the ones listed, and it will give you an insight into everything going on. So I really suggest to, to you guys and anyone um, that's interested in looking in, have a look on there, look at what we do. And, of course, we're on uh, socials as well. So um, if you type in on LinkedIn, Actual Disasters Expo, or Twitter, or Instagram, we're, we're, we're on to onto those areas as well. So, um so, yeah, you can find us in, in those places. Fantastic. And I know this is short notice for the Miami show, but we will have this podcast out a couple of days before that. So for people that are in that area or are going to be in that area, it might be an opportunity for a last minute uh, change of plans, <laughs> perhaps, uh, for folks to get yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, another point I just wanted to make was um, the show is next week. Uh, I'd love to invite Joe and, and uh, anyone down there or, or anyone watching. Um, and we tickets are, are actually um, paid for at the moment. Um, but um, what we're actually doing and uh, for this podcast and any viewers, if they uh, use free 100 to come to, to, to at the event online, uh, then your ticket would be free and it gives you a free VIP, VIP pass. So that's free 100. 
Fantastic. That's a great opportunity for folks. So I will definitely make sure we include that in the show notes as well. Um, and for folks that are listening, take advantage of these types of things. Um, this, this sounds like a great opportunity to uh, learn a little bit more and, and network and and see what's out there in the disaster community. Thank you, Luke. Um, Sam, where can folks find you? Well, on the disasterpodcast.com website, as well as all the social medias under Sam Bradley or Sam Bradley 11. And I failed to mention to Luke that we have a very nice, large community, an international community, in fact, um, on Facebook under Disaster Podcast, because we're the only one. How about you, Jamie? You can find me under the handle of Podmedic on most social media platforms out there. So please friend or follow me there. And of course, Disaster Podcast on our Facebook group. Just search and we'd love to have you in the group and uh, join the community there. Uh, to find out more about our episodes and our past guests. A lot of our guests and a lot of our past experts are actually active in the group and are happy to answer questions based on their uh, podcast episodes. So uh, just go ahead and do that as well. Um, Sam, I'm glad you connected with Luke. It's a a great, uh, sounds like a great opportunity to put these conferences out there for folks and uh, really provide an opportunity to see the services, the products, and the people that are available to help with our response. Absolutely. And like we were saying, in this world of unknowns, um, you can't be too prepared. And these shows in Paragon and folks like that are the ones that help you do that. (laughs) 